0: Welcome to the Breadwinners. I'm Jennifer Owens. I'm Rachel Ellison. This is a show where we talk about work and family, and where our families are, and where our work is, and I don't know. We're just talking about all kinds of stuff this week. How are you doing, Rachel? I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. I'm. Uh, I've got my daughter's bedroom back as my office, so you know I'm living the highlight. So, awesome.
1: Awesome. Yeah. I converted a closet in my new space to an office. It has a window, so it's it's not your average closet, but that's my new work-from-home space.
0: Ironically, my room has no window in it, so it's not technically a bedroom. So I have created a closet. So there you go.
1: <laughs> there you go. Awesome.
0: Well, before we get started this week, uh, we encourage you to subscribe and like follow us on the social medias we're everywhere at breadwinners podcast or breadwinners pod or some variation we're smart women we're smart men we know how to find each other on social media so send us questions i'll have raquel uh answer them because she's the smart one and that's what we'll do what do you say
1: i say awesome i also say that we have merch that we love and that we recommend and we want all the cool kids on the block to be wearing our t-shirts Jennifer and I are wearing them often
0: Yes, mine's in the wash now because I was wearing it yesterday that is my favorite t-shirt this is uh, I, you know how people say this is not an ad actually this is an ad I love that t-shirt and I'm thinking of getting a second one So, <laughs> <laughs> awesome it's the white v-neck if you're looking for it so it's very comfy very good well, I'm sharing the stage with my lovely and vivacious co-host. I'm handing the mic to you. What is our topic this morning?
1: Our topic this morning is work from home. So this is a new trend. No, I'm just What? <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, I think we're gonna talk a little bit about the history of work from home. I think we it's become, you know, a pretty hot topic these days. What, how do people yeah. work from home? Can we continue working from home in the same way we did post-pandemic? What's useful? What's not useful? When should we come in and collaborate? Can you tell that I'm, I'm working yeah. on this a little
0: bit? And can you say, you know, like, and that we've had this grand experiment because yeah. you and I spent years saying, hey, you know, it, it could work. You know, people could, it, you know, life won't come crashing down. And then look at us. The economy kept going.
1: I know. I know. Crazy, crazy. So during those times that we were chatting and advocating and singing the song of, hey, we can do this. How many people do you think worked remotely? This is according to a Pew study. yeah. But how many people worked remotely Like so pre- all of the time before the pandemic?
0: Oh, geez. So immediately, I'm like, I know all the paid leave
1: stats. I would say... 15 percent. 20. Oh, oh, there you go. 20. Okay. So now we're finding, and these stats are all over the place. Yeah. Um, but now 50 percent or more of the workforce would like to keep working from home at least part of the time now that we're going back to work. And I think that number is, I've seen 80 percent. I've seen a
0: whole. Yeah, different- I've seen the 80 percent number I've- too. And you know, if you had done that and I'm sure they did because we, we used to write about it all the time at Working Mother. But um, 80% wanted to investigate that way of working pre-pandemic, too. Oh, interesting. Right?
1: So they've investigated and then they're...
0: Well, no. like I think if you had, or I'm sure they did, the percentage of people who were who wanted to consider working from home or doing any sort of flexible work, always super high. Got and it. just now that they've experienced it, they want to keep it.
1: Yes. True. Yeah. Yes. It is. Well, you know, I mean, I think it gives us so much freedom. And, you know, we can talk about it. We'll get there after we talk about how we got here. So yeah. let's start talking about how we got here. So let's go all the way back. I'm taking us back with my hands, which no one. Can see yes. <laughs> before the Industrial Re- Revolution. Right.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah.
1: Work from home, you know. Oh,
0: piecework, right? You know, like the little handwork that the women would do at their kitchens.
1: Yes. But like carpenters, leather workers, blacksmiths, like everybody was
0: working from home, right? Oh, well, duh. Yeah. Farmers, right? Farmers,
1: right. Right. So, but then we had this cool thing called the invention of, of, factories and the need for automation
0: they're so super cool factories they really are
1: (laughs) (laughs) so this is what everybody ended up having to go in right yeah so then we get to right after world war ii and I'm skipping ahead a little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, okay. So we just went from like, you know, the, the rise of the factory in like the 1700s to after World War II. Got it. Nothing happened in between.
1: Nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nothing of note.
1: The start of my discipline, organizational psychology came when people started going and working together in factories. So there you go.
0: Did it start, and now I'm already uh, um, taking a turn. Did it start because it was part of it, was the productivity part of it? Yeah. Okay. Because I've read a lot about the, um, a lot of that, our original ways of thinking come from, well, how can we get more out of the, you know, the human resource we have here? So, got it.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. That is it. And we could, that's a whole other show. Ooh, great. Ooh. So we can get to that, the origins of organizational psychology. Okay. So we're after World War II. We skipped and skipped and skipped. That was when all of a sudden we had a lot of corporate headquarters. Oh. Aisles of cubicles. Yeah. Eight-hour workday was the nine-to-five was born during that time. Mm -hmm. So we had our working hours, but those, but the eight hour work day, the nine to five kind of came right then. Yeah. Um, And so then there were two big changes that led to work from home. Can you guess what they were? The telephone? Nope.
0: Nope.
1: Later. Later. Wi-Fi? Well, before (laughs) Wi-Fi.
0: But after the telephone. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. What would it be?
1: Personal computer. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Do you know when the first personal computer was introduced? Is it like 1980? 1975. Okay. Yep. So that was the start. That's when people started working outside the office. That is what I was able to find. It is a kind of black hole, I think, to look for what, you know, when people started working from home, I'm guessing there were many other kind of informal arrangements, but 1975 was was the big turning point.
0: I met a woman, um, I used to work with her at Working Mother, and she had worked for 9X, the telephone company, and she was the first remote worker. And they sent her home. It was in the mid 80s. and she had some massive computer that they sent her home with so that she could work that way. Okay.
1: So she was post the 1975, obviously invention of the personal computer. And then she got to go home. That is cool. And I, in
0: 1990 worked as a bureau reporter with a, portable computer that was the size of a rolling suitcase. It had a (laughs) tiny, tiny screen, little orange screen. And it it was this huge thing in the front of it clicked off the big back end of the suitcase type computer. And that was the keyboard. And it was a dial (laughs) dial up modem to send Uh, my It almost
1: got us the sound from the dial up modem to play. (laughs) But I think we, I think the sound effects that you're doing, Kind yeah,
0: of. they're really perfect. So they,
1: Exactly, exactly. So 1990 is interesting that you got your computer. That was when World Wide Web was invented. Did you know that? No. Also, at the same time, the federal government conducted a telecommuting study in 1990 of 2,000 federal workers. Hmm. And they found that people proved to be more productive, that they had a better quality of life and work-life balance, and they cut expenses. So that was a big turning point as well.
0: Oh, my God. So we've been doing the same damn study since 1990. Got it. On it.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Write it down.
1: Exactly. And I think it's interesting. We could also do a whole episode about kind of how flexibility made its way into government government work i think yeah. that's really interesting interesting path to go down but so okay so we get to so that's 1990 and we get to 1994 95 so all of a sudden these companies start realizing hey we can let people work from home like and uh, mass right right so guess which companies started first.
0: With a, like a mass sort of work from home? Uh-huh. Hmm. Well, I know this isn't the right answer, but coming up through newspapers, it was all remote work because you had to have stringers everywhere. So they you had to do things. They started with call rewrite. You know, they had to find ways to get people distant and then get the information in. So distant bureaus were like, you know, by mid 90s, we had people in all kinds of diff- distant places and and beyond like I'm talking like war correspondents or whatever. I'm talking like, oh, the local bureau in another county so you can have expanded coverage. But yeah, because that was all based on that. All the early it wasn't. This is like pre AOL, like we had a messaging system that was just like intra the computer system, like constantly looking at ways to have people together. But who did it all the way? I mean, is it the consulting firms? Nope. What industry would allow you to do that? I have no idea.
1: <laughs> really, Netflix, what is it? American Express. Oh. IBM. And AT&T.
0: Oh, well, AT&T, that was 9X. Like, yeah, I well, should have. 9X, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, when they broke up the bells and uh, everything. Oh, that's interesting. So why? Do we know why these companies? AT&T was kind of a tech company. IBM is a tech company. What about American Express? Is that just because they were
1: everywhere? Yeah, I think that that's right. Because they were everywhere. American Express has always I one of my best friends from grad school had come from American Express and so I always got the inside Yeah, at American Express. I feel like it it's always been a pretty forward-thinking company in terms True.
0: of management. That's how I always felt about them at, when we would do the best companies, too. They were always very leading edge on workplace stuff.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I think they were far and above.
0: Yes, yeah, so American Express was always a leading company.
1: Yeah. So, it. yeah, It. I think the culture there, I think it was very intentional, the switch to... I mean, of course, it was intentional to switch time yeah. to work from home. But but it's interesting that those three companies started. I think we could probably look into why why those companies started. But they quickly, they were not alone. Folks started. The idea kind of caught on. And more and more companies ended up doing work from home. And then yeah. what happened in 1997?
0: Do you know? No. Wait. Was it a recession or something? Something terrible? There's always a recession. No, something
1: was invented again. Oh, was it instant messaging? That is a good question. No, that's not what I was thinking. I failed every
0: pop quiz in this episode, by the way.
1: <laughs> I'm getting
0: like, <laughs> a, a, like a minus. I'll give L. you
1: a hint. Okay. <gasps>
0: was it the iPhone? No.
1: No, it was Google. Google launched. Oh,
0: my God. Okay, side note, I'm totally going to brag. I had lunch with Larry Page and Sergi Brin when I was at Adweek in like 1998. They had just been featured in The New Yorker. And the feature was, why do we need another search browser? You know, like explaining. It was Ken Oletta Ken talking about like what their business was and and all this sort of stuff. And I always think that I missed my chance to, uh, you know, marry either one of them. That was my <laughs> Anyway, I was already happily engaged at that point. So, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't available, but yes, I got to have lunch with them a million years at the time cafe in the village. Oh, I forgot. that. Right. Was. Yeah. 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 They were just two uh, regular guys who were literally in a, in like hiring their first, like 40 people at that point.
1: Got it. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. my, that's my. Yeah. So in 1990, you got the first. Well, not the first. You got one of the first. Oh, yeah. Uh, remote computers. Google. Yeah. And then you're meeting with the guys from Google. It's yeah. just like you're ahead of the ahead of the I curve. really
0: am. I'm really forward thinking. I'm really amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you
0: yeah. know what? On that note, we should take a moment to, for me to let my ego deflate. And uh, we'll take an ad break right now.
1: And we're back. We're back. Thank you for the ad and the break. And uh, you know, I'm back.
0: I'm way back. I've got my feet back planted firmly on the ground. Uh, so I'm uh, I'm much more reasonable to deal with now. <laughs>
1: okay. Awesome. So Google opened up a way for. So first of all, there's Google Search, right? Right. Did you ever see? I'm always going to make these um these random that uh parks and recreation yeah so parks and recreation do you remember when they they were always like what why does everyone do you remember ask jeeves yes why does everyone in this town use ask jeeves
0: (laughs) (laughs) what i love is every movie or whatever they I guess Google's a trademark and you can't use it or when you get the fake search, you know, there's always some mystery and they have to do the fake search engine and it always looks just like Google, but it's not Google. I love that. So, yeah,
1: no, I, uh, that is, I just watched the internship where, Oh yeah. The movie where, um, I don't know when I watched that, but. Filmed
0: in your old hood. Yes.
1: Oh no, not the internship—the one where they do the internship at Google.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Because there's one called "The Intern" with uh, what's his name, Robert De Niro.
1: Yeah, no, I know which one you're talking about. That, that, this one's the Owen
0: Wilson, Vince Vaughn one when when yeah, they worked at Google. Yeah, yeah, it
1: was. I don't remember why, but I was fascinated with the fact that it was like a Google
0: movie. Yeah, it totally was.
1: Anyway. They went into the whole, anyway, so that's not work from home at all, but we'll keep going. Yeah. So in 1999, we started seeing tools to get, to be able to, to have folks connect on projects remotely. Oh, yeah. That's when we saw tools like Basecamp mm-hmm. pop up, and so that way folks were able to to work in different, you know, to work yeah. on projects in different places. And anyway, it was exciting. It was exciting. So then we get to the 2000s. So we're still 22 years ago, but I'm going to get us there.
0: Crazy. Isn't it crazy that that was 22 years? Anyways, yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Wireless. Wireless started up. Wireless and, and broadband. So that was very exciting. That was exciting.
0: It's truly exciting, truly exciting.
1: <laughs> so I'm walking us through our history of how how the work from home that we're doing today became possible, right? Right.
0: Yeah, because you, you just can't, that's the whole fear is that you're isolated. So every one of these tools makes it so that you're not, you know, it just takes a brick out of the wall of you know of isolation so you can move towards collaboration. So Exactly. they're also important.
1: Exactly. So then we got to So then things started moving fast and furious, right? We had LinkedIn in in 2002. Mm-hmm. Right? So yep. LinkedIn is connecting people. Now there's 5562 million users. Did
0: wow. you know that? Yeah, I I knew it was it's I have lots of thoughts about LinkedIn. But yeah, it's great.:
1: Yeah, we could talk about LinkedIn. We could talk about all these companies, yeah. but then in two thousand and three, we got Skype.
0: Skype doesn't like me, but yes.
1: but that's when yep. that's our precursor to Zoom, right?:
0: Yes. Which does like me? I can work on Zoom much better than I can on Skype. But yes. Skype,
1: Skype was was bad. so but here we are. So we've got we've got our personal computers. Yeah. We've got our... Ways to connect. Our ways to connect. We, the ways to connect keep growing and growing now. So we've got, we've got Basecamp. We've got Skype. We've got, then in 2009, this is my favorite noise. Do you like, can you, that's yeah, well, who I'm talking about? No. What what's that? <laughs> I can't do it. I can't slack. Slack was
0: 2009. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, well, yes. Which is uh that is was a real game changer. It, it truly was
1: a real game changer.
0: Mhm. The the fact that you can share files in it too is uh I and I'm the totally of the the era of like I don't get I have text. Why do I need And then you get on it and you're like, "Oh, I get it now." Okay. Right, exactly.
1: So yeah, no, I was a big fan of of Slack. We did, I'm a big fan. We use Microsoft Teams at my office, but we used it. We've talked earlier on this podcast way long ago on this podcast about the startup that I worked on and we ran the whole pilot through Slack. It was very wow. exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. So then in 2012... We are looking at Google Drive. So Google Drive started up. Mm. Did you know that?
0: No, because you know it's it's amazing. All this stuff has gotten sucked into my every day. That it's hard to and isn't this their goal? That I, it's hard to remember when it wasn't there.
1: I know, right? Yeah. So it it and it, it's just moving fast and furious and then companies are getting companies cities everyone's getting more enthused about telecommuting and remote work right so Dell in 2016 reports 12 million dollar annual savings since expanding its telecommuting and remote work programs wow. yeah and then in 2017 tech cities like Austin and San Francisco report that 60% and 30% of their job offers went to remote workers respectively.
0: Wow. Crazy, right? Yeah, that's crazy.
1: And so then we hit 2018 and we keep going and and we do hit this kind of rhythm with folks working from home. Like we've hit we hit before we hit the pandemic we had this kind of slowly growing stats about folks working working from home. So one of what I wanted to talk about today after kind of going through this history is kind of the culture of working from home. Right? So we've gotten here, we've gotten through all these major developments. We went from the industrial revolution to, to now to 2018. And then when then we've got the past couple of years we could talk about. It's so interesting because as I researched this episode to find the culture of work from home and to think about yeah. kind of what are our biggest not what are our biggest milestones but what are what are the biggest kind of of references to work from home the one that came up that was the most striking for me even though there have been so many other ones do you remember the expert on, on Korea as he was
0: talking oh, yeah, yeah, with his, with his son coming in, in the background. Yeah.
1: His no. So the, so if we remember, so his daughter comes in and she's like strolling along, he's talking about like something serious on the BBC. Right. And his daughter comes in and she's, she's like super like hippity hoppity. Here I go. Yeah, here I am. And then somehow the, her younger brother in his like little walker comes like barreling through the door. (laughs) And then his wife is trying to like
0: hustle a bustle get everybody out. Yeah. Get
1: everybody out. So it was pretty funny. What I found was this, if you go to minute two.
0: All right. Hold on. Finally, he did a follow-up with the BBC. I was just hoping that my wife would eventually see it and maybe find some way to sort of run them out of the room. And then the yeah, baby goes crazy. Doing a little dance, which I think suggests the baby was goes so crazy. <laughs> and it, and, yeah, and the, the, the toddler is like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not dealing is. with any of this. But on the other hand, I, mean, I can't get much done if girl are always coming in and out. And so it's kind of a, it's a
1: it's a tension. It's one So of they do this kind of, what, what I'm having you watch is this kind of retrospective that they did with the BBC where they're talking about Like what kind, what were his kind of common practices around working from home and what kind of went wrong in this, this and how did he feel, how did he feel about the experience of 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 being, yeah,
0: and becoming the poster child for this stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. You know, I wonder if he had been a woman.
0: I always think this. Yes. Right. Yeah, does he get a bit of a pass? And you know, certainly interesting to see this dad dealing with it with a woman. You immediately go to, why don't you have this under control?
1: (laughs) Right, right. And I think, uh, yeah, I really wonder what would have happened if we had if we had a woman expert. What that would have said. But what I think is interesting now: the one piece that you know. BBC did a retrospective on that on that episode kind of saying uh, on that that little incident saying that like now that we're all working from home it's helpful to kind of think back on that example
0: as being you know it's so singular but now it's every day
1: right right yeah but one of the fun things that I got to see or what that's been sort of normalized is these kind of moments of work-life conflict that come up like the moments where where our dogs and kids come into the picture and kind of recognizing that so i think that's made a big shift in how we see i'm gonna send you okay one more oh here it is hold on Here are some of our favorite
0: lockdown reporter moments.
1: Lily and Savvy wanted to say hi to everybody. Come here, Savvy. You're too little, Savvy. They're not gonna see you down there, honey.
0: When you're working from home, every day is bring your kids to work day.
1: Okay, girls, how about you go right over there and let's watch daddy do his stuff, okay?
0: okay? So, when New York City meteorologist Lonnie Quinn tried to tell the forecast,
1: Savvy's going to cry, so otherwise, we're going to just keep her with us, guys. All right, it is six. His kids wanted nothing more
0: than to stay on camera.
1: You want to see the tutu? I'll show you the tutu one more time. There we go with our tutu. I'm
0: sorry,
1: baby. This has gone south very quickly.
0: Clearly, something Lonnie wasn't forecasting was for his little ones to steal his thunder. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Maple, can you stop just for a second? It wasn't so sunny for meteorologist Scott Connell in St. Louis when his dog kept interrupting. Three, two, one. More cold air. Three, two, one. Cold air continues across. He almost
1: gets his stand up in.
0: We'll show you when the best chance of precipitation is with Futurecast.
1: So I thought that was funny. I I feel like it's you know we all know it so well, but I think it's how it's nice to just remember yeah. how ridiculous it was. I mean, it,
0: it's funny to watch now, but you know that when you're in these moments, that is the highest high of anxiety.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it's true. It's true. It's pretty bad.
0: You know, if I could have that fun carousel music playing underneath it all the time, and it'd be like, see, it's
1: just fun. <laughs>
0: True. True. Yeah. True. Okay, so here's my question to you: Do yeah. you think we can get away with that now? You know, because that was the height of the, you know, the beginning of it, where when oh, they you said, think it's
1: like closed up, like we need to be buttoned up again, and we can't I have. I think that a little happen? bit.
0: I don't know. I I well, I I kind of think so, or it, or lesser than that. You know, like it in small doses, maybe now. At the time, it was like happening all the time.
1: No, I was just in a meeting and there was like a two-year-old with COVID who came into the shot and everybody said hi and we just kept going with the meeting.
0: That's actually, that's true. I, I my, you know, my go-to thing is I always have these two cats that are sleeping off camera and I always, whenever a little tiny one like wanders in, I'm always like, look who's in my meeting. And then, you know, there's lots of talk about cats. So, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's different for me because I don't have the little ones wandering through anymore. So it's like, I, I don't know.
1: True. True. Yeah, I have the the dog sometimes barks. That's what I've got. But what's interesting now is that as we're writing these hybrid work policies and stuff, yeah, the language work from home is not acceptable anymore. Really? Remote. Yeah, you have to say remote. It can't be from home or on-site. It has to be remote or on-site. Interesting, right?
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I have seen some language from my employer specifically saying you're not allowed to work from any place but an office or home because of security concerns. I think like public Wi-Fi and the likes, it's a, you know, they're worried about breaches maybe. I I don't, I'm completely uninformed to how those things work, Hmm. but specifically saying you are not to take our equipment and the like and go to a coffee shop. That's not, that's not
1: cool. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. We're I'm all figuring this stuff sure out. I understand the logic behind it, but yes, yeah, especially lo- if like you have no, a VPN. I understand, I understand your employer's logic. I don't understand the logic behind. Like, I guess I understand that it's it's to say remote is just more easy, easily generalizable, and you don't have you know yeah to define what it is and where it is, right? Yeah. And our friend Bridget Schulte, who has a fantastic kind of playbook for how to forget if it's called a playbook or a toolkit. I think it's called a toolkit. And her organization, Better Life Lab. Yeah. And she talks about not saying remote or work from home. This is Uh a little tangential, but I'm gonna go with it. (laughs) Digital. We have to say digital and that's what you say instead of remote. Do not say remote.
0: Oh, that's interesting because remote implies that you're not there, right? And yeah. that you're not part, wherever there is, you're not there. You're not part of it where it, yeah, yeah, we all are. Cause who's, who's doing any sort of meeting where there isn't at least a person or two who's on camera. Who right. is, like what meeting are you in now when there's not someone who's remote? And uh, yeah, are they are they somehow less than because they're distant? No, it's everybody's in. Oh, I like that. I like that mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Hmm. True. So are we supposed to say digital, digitally working? Or I, like what's the phrase? Digital work? I don't know. Now we're gonna have to look.
1: <laughs> digital. Digital work. I think it's digital we're working digitally. I don't know, but aren't we
0: always, I, I, you know, also digits mean True. fingers, which I find just funny that it's, you know, we're working fingerly. Um, <laughs> well, I do, I do think the point of that she's making that saying remote, it, it somehow applies. You're not here, you know, that you're doing something which kind of excludes you from the core. So I, I like it. So we'll have to learn more. We'll have to have her on again and have her come. tell.
1: We so. should, we should.
0: Well, no matter how you're working, I think it's uh, it's time for us to stop working here right now. What do you think?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we 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 did it. We worked. Yes,
0: we did. We did. And so I say to you, uh, thank you. This has been super interesting conversation. It's always a topic that I care passionately about. So, until next week, keep hustling.